Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I really don't know. I just don't know things. My meth lab exploded. <laughs> Open more windows. Brandy, start tipping and we'll talk good about you on the podcast. And then when she had the baby, strangled it to death with the umbilical cord while it was still attached to her, which is really the way to go. Look, Mom! Look! I graduated high school! Aren't you proud of me? Why don't we just, like, destroy, like, incinerate all the endangered animals so we don't have to worry about them anymore? I pooped in your butt. <laughs> so you will do what I say. Everywhere is a sex dungeon for me because I don't like boundaries or rules. <laughs> Soon with Ralph and Taylor. Ralph and Taylor. I am Ralph. And I am Taylor. I am the Taylor you ordered. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we don't have a guest for today. It is just us. Uh, we're recording this on a uh, Thursday afternoon. Hold up in the bunker underneath our house. As you know, the nuclear holocaust is happening, people. Well, since Obama's back since in office. fucking Obama. Oh, God. Get out your bomb shelters. Because he's probably going to have like a Muslim <laughs> terrorist plot against us. And he's also socialist. And he wants to force you to have him give you health care. Yeah, he he's going to force you to have a healthcare baby on his face. Your small business will be ruined and all of your employees will be forced. To have abortions and gay marriages. Topical. <laughs> that really happened. Uh, because we waited a couple extra days to do the podcast this week, we actually know the presidential outcome. We usually tape on uh, Tuesday nights. So uh, now we have all the information and we can laugh at all the people who did not win. Um, <laughs> first of all, we got to get to the Fast Five. Bye-bye. Okay. You're supposed to do that in unison. Uh, Ready? Okay. One, 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 two, three, four. Hello! 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 Oh, people love that part of the people show. People love it. Uh, random harmonizing. <laughs> um, the first on our Fast Five, which would actually be number five, uh. um, both of the uh, congressmen who made comments about the uh, rape, like legitimate rape and the, you know... The Making women. up voodoo witch doctor bullshit. <laughs> uh, both of them lost their seats in Congress. Yeah, that was like, I didn't much care for the whole president thing. Not my cup of tea. But when I saw they lost, I actually got filled with a little bit of joy. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, both Republicans. Oh. Did that shock anybody? <laughs> uh, lost uh, Todd Akin lost his Senate campaign to the incumbent Claire McCaskill. And in Indiana, Joe Donnelly uh, defeated uh, Richard Murdoch, who was the other uh, rape guy. Uh, if you remember, Aiken was the one who said that women can't get pregnant from legitimate rape because they can just shut their whole reproductive system down while they're rape. You know, science. <laughs> but we laughed. I think we did talk about this on a former show, that this guy probably does not believe in evolution. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm really excited these guys aren't in office anymore because this means that they can get murdered. And they're, they're first of all, even if they <laughs> even if they don't get murdered, they're going to fade into relative obscurity and then no one will know who the fuck they are. Like Dennis Kucinich. I was just thinking about that. I mean, I'm not saying Dennis Kucinich said anything about rape, but he has. I have not heard a single thing about him since the 2008 election, no. which saddens me. I liked Dennis Kucinich. 
I know you. Okay. I know you. He had a hot wife. I think he probably still hot does. Wife. He that doesn't make it. Yet. That never made any sense to me. It looks like ET. He does look. Oh, like his dog's probably huge, and I think I saw him licking <laughs> his eyebrows once. So, I'm sure that's why his wife is so hot. Um, anyway, what was I saying? That's um, uh, But like people, people they that can now fade into relative obscurity and not do anything with their lives, and just no one will even know about them, and they don't be they won't be given the time of day, which is awesome. Since they're going to be obscure, they can get raped to death by hungry wolverines, and no one will say anything. That'll be fun. It's actually, awesome. But it won't be legitimate rape. Oh god, no! So they won't be able to shut their bodies <laughs> down. Uh, and that was Todd Hagen who said that. And if you. Um, Heard this story. Murdoch was the one that said that uh, he doesn't believe in abortion, even in cases of rape, because if you were raped, it was something God intended for you, and you're supposed to carry the baby to church. You know, the loving, caring God. You know how that God you're always told exists, like, loves everybody, and everybody has, like, equal, like, rights, and that's the Declaration of Independence or the Constitution. It's one of those documents. But God uh, wrote it, though. But written by God, yeah. right? God did write that. <laughs> um, but, like, he's totally um, for punishing you in the fiery pits of hell. Yeah. And uh, once in a while, he plans a rape. <laughs> Just for a goof, I did. For a goof. Remember, remember that time you were having your face pushed into the asphalt under like a subway tunnel by a half Latino man, and uh, you're being raped. And there was a god. There was a god there, and he was he was giving you the, the, the thumbs up like a proud dad at the end of a sports movie. He's like doing like the slow nod <laughs> as you're being donkey punched. Well, you know, let's also forget that when he's not busy planning pregnancy rapes, uh, he's worrying about causing hurricanes. Because because of all the gays getting married. <laughs> I, uh, did, has anybody said that yet? Like, legitimately, if we heard anybody like Pat Robertson or the guy from the 700 Club, uh, has anybody said that Hurricane Sandy that is, the Hurricane is a Sandy premeditated punishment for like a direct them? result of gay marriage? Yeah. Or, um, I haven't heard, I'm sure that someone said it, but I haven't heard it yet. Who knew the October surprise was going to be a massive hurricane? <laughs> Like, that actually, I think, solidified a lot of Obama's yeah. position. It was, like, Christie embracing him and all mm-hmm. that. So, you know, a lot of the angry... The Christie yeah. like, no, thing this. pissed me off. And it showed, like, exactly how immature the Republicans are now that you, they have to push you to one side of the of the party. Well, no and, one's pushing Chris Christie because yeah. he's about 400 pounds. So. <laughs> um, fucking... Did, like, didn't Christie come out and say he voted for Romney? He he, he never said that was the Saturday Night Live yeah. thing where he was, I'm going to hate it, but I'm going to vote for Romney. But I think there's a moment I can do a good job. Fucking, um, but like, he, he like crossed party lines mm-hmm. and everybody's like, oh, you're a fucking traitor. Oh, because he's helping your people. Yeah. And even if it's like some people suggested like a fake nice thing to get more money for his state because yeah. New Jersey was hit pretty hard as was mm-hmm. New York and all that. Um, and uh, some people said it was him sucking up to the president just in case he won so that he can get more FEMA money. And FEMA doesn't actually work like that. If anybody yeah. knows. So I, I honestly like I have some issues about. Christie in general. Yeah. Uh, he did he call running. that guy numb nuts. Oh, nuts. He marriage. loves to get into like little fight. You can catch him in gaffes. I wonder if he like, you know, if the mafia is going to have to start whacking dictators and stuff. Yeah. He wakes up pissed. He presses the nuke <laughs> button. Um, but I mean, he impressed me this week with not backing down to being kind of bullied around in his yeah. own party. 
and just basically coming out yeah. and saying this guy's doing a good job when you have Romney kind of wanted to, this besides the point now, but he wanted mm-hmm. to kind of do away with FEMA, if not privatize it. Yeah. Uh, which after but no, we but just no, he didn't happen. say that. He didn't no, say that. He, he changed his mind immediately after a giant <laughs> hurricane, like, dampened his political. Yeah, this is very unfortunate. Um, so, yeah, so both of those guys out of a job. I loved, I don't know if you saw it, it's the, uh, the Alec Baldwin quote from yesterday where he says, you know your party's in trouble when you say to somebody, hey, the rape guy lost, and you have to go, which one? <laughs> I could also do it in my Alec Baldwin voice. <laughs> Did which is also that? Will Arnett. Yeah. <laughs> It's all those. No, Al, yeah, he actually said that he was talking about the Republican Party and how like they should see this as a wake up call yeah. that there you can anger so many people and rile up the Tea Party and get mm. the elderly upset. I mean, the USA Today breakdown had the majority of elderly people vote Republican. Yeah, and I don't know if I'd, I'd love to see some kind of study if that's because of life experiences getting older and you just become Republican because your interests change mm-hmm. or if it's the older generation that is now the old ones and they were around back when the Republican Party was something to actually be kind of proud yeah. of. So they, um, they haven't seen what it's become. Well, it's not. They don't want to give it up because they can't because they, you know, spent so many years railing against the Democratic Party yeah. ever since Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Um, but they... Uh, the, the the poll breakdown obviously skewed Democrat younger. Mm-hmm. So does that mean that when we're older, we're going to be the Democratic stalwarts that won't change or that we're going to turn Republican after like the age of like 55? I think we're probably going to turn Republican. We will, yeah, because you we have the right to become selfish and right yeah, to like, hold on to your money. Like, after like age three, like age two, you gain global empathy, and then by the time you, <laughs> but by the time you turn fifty, you've lost all that global empathy. I've seen too much for <laughs> global empathy. <laughs> Give me my blanket. Um, number four on the fast five, oh. uh, as all things do, which is okay. What is rule thirty four? Is rule thirty four? I'm pretty sure rule thirty four is the one that says if it exists, there's porn. There's a porn. Okay, that's what I thought. Which is a true thing. There's the other internet rule that if you can think of it, it's on the internet. Yeah. Uh, But this is, yeah, if it exists, there's a porn of it. And this is now true for the hit show Breaking Bad, um, a show about Walter White, a chemistry teacher who finds out he has terminal cancer and starts making crystal meth to leave some money behind for his family. Uh, the plot of the poorly, it shouldn't surprise anybody that they would do this. <laughs> this didn't shock me at all. Um, the guy who's playing him actually kind of looks like him. You can look up the trailer on YouTube. Of, in fact, I found a whole bevy. Like, I uncovered <laughs> this. I felt like, like, Nicolas Cage going underneath of, like, the Jefferson Memorial. Like, like what is all this? Treasure. <laughs> a more of a constitution protector. Um, they, like, you find one video on YouTube, and mm. that's your entire day is spent looking at related <laughs> videos. And, like, they do put a lot of these trailers that show no, like, full frontal nudity, no penetration. They're just funny trailers. Very interesting trailers. I found one for Friends. I found one for the Seinfeld. Scrubs. The Scrubs one creeped me out. I've seen yeah. the Scrubs one. Um, the Not the Cosbys. I don't know why. I have never seen anything for this, but why would they need the, Why would they feel the need to I've never wanted to see, like, Mr. Huxtable, like... Feeling up Rudy or anything, and apparently that's what this movie has. I don't know what's going on. Um, but yes, Breaking Bad finally has a porn parody, basically just called Breaking Bad Triple X. Um, they released not a trailer. even trying. Oh, no, not at all. I think it's Friends Triple X mm. or Friends the Porn Parody, Seinfeld the Porn Parody. So they don't even try to like rename it like, like Breaking Crack or uh, what would be a good. 
Who would be a good Breaking Bad uh, porn version? I don't. I'm not good at. I'm not good at porn titles. Breaking in, Dad. <laughs> That's creepy. <laughs> I don't. I don't want that video to ever surface. Which probably exists. Rule thirty four. <laughs> um, well, in this in this parody, as the plot of the show, as I just explained, uh, Walter White, chemistry teacher, makes crystal meth to survive. He justifies it because he's leaving money behind and he's going to die, and he knows how to make a pure product that won't kill people. In the porn parody, the plot is that California passes a law making porn illegal, so Walter White makes it his personal mission to re-legalize it. So basically, it's a porn prohibition, and he goes with his brother-in-law, who's a DEA agent, although why they're cracking porn things, I don't know. <laughs> it makes sense in Breaking Bad, not in the porn version. Uh, who they, they go where they know porn sets are being set up, and they raid the place, mm-hmm. and then they imprison, like like Ron Jeremy makes a cameo appearance being like put into jail, um, at least in the trailer he does. Um, so uh, Walter White decides that you know to go along with his brother-in-law on this bust, and he sees how much money there is to be made off of porn, and he decides to re-legalize it. So instead of enlisting the help of a Jesse Pinkman type, uh, which Pinkman was perfect last name to do a <laughs> porn parody, even just make a pink woman or whatever. Um, they he he turns to a former film student because apparently this he teaches film, which makes sense. Not yeah, a teacher, and a current porn star. Um, so they're going to. Um, well, now they're saying it returns to its final eight episodes. We're talking about the actual Breaking Bad. I was confused by that. <laughs> they made episodes of this. Um, so they uh, are shooting this now. They put the uh, trailer out. And uh, it gets pretty naked. Uh, not a lot of very attractive people in this. Uh, this kind of goes in the same category as it was released this week, the the, the Octomom. Is, uh, oh, God. Yeah. So we're about 16 years away from Honey Boo Boo's porn. Oh, God. Not even going to talk about Honey Boo Boo this time. We I already know did. It's already, she comes up in every, every episode. <laughs> Uh, just like fucking 30 Rock. Every single episode of 30 Rock this year has mentioned Honey Boo Boo. That's not the point. What I'm saying is he was a film teacher, which means he's probably really, really into like shit like Stanley Kubrick and stuff. Yeah. So he's not making porn films based on like actual porn films or like the quality of porn film that, it, that already exists in this world. He's going to make what he will try to do is like high budget artsy porn films, but not like weird black and white 80s ones. The like, best point like overhead seen. shot like through space. Down to two people sixty nine in front like, of the mayor. Like indie people getting together and going to see like the new art house movie <laughs> with like their like the Birkenstocks <laughs> and their like ironic Paps Blue Ribbon t shirt <laughs> and they're going to see porn because like that really is the like indie thing. Why doesn't it go there next? Why doesn't the indie movement make porn like the Yeah, you still understand, like we watch it as like mainstream like you watch like, mainstream like comedies. Five hundred days of Hummer? Yes, exactly. All right, ready? Ready? (laughs) All of the indie plaid shirt wearing listeners of this podcast, I'm talking to you, Josh Yeager. What I need you to do is I need you to either, you can do one of two things, because I know you like to not do a whole lot and use your Obama phone and collect welfare. I'm talking to the wrong people. It's the wrong people, right? I don't usually get into this, so I don't know who is supposed to be the lazy ones. Uh, The ones with all the hair. You guys, what I need you to do is either start shooting some of these porns based on indie movies, thereby raising the profile of whatever indie film is out. Okay, like like um, liberal arts. You know, you put like rubbed up parts. <laughs> That's just off the top of my head. You guys have time. I'm not saying this happens. Has to happen liberal tomorrow. parts because you're being real liberal with your parts. Labia arts. Boom. Liberal Arts is a Josh Radner film. <laughs> and, Josh uh, Ridenhonor. Yes, exactly. <laughs> 
Toby, we're making history and today. Toby Smalders doesn't even, even have to change your last name. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're talking like do some like Garden State porn. Do some like Eternal Garden State. Garden State. Oh my god. Hard in Kate. Hard in oh. And someone, we have to find someone who's named Kate. So thanks for fucking for fucking putting this on a constricted thing here. Um, what if I wanted to name her Shazam? Uh, trying to think of more indie movies. Why, why can't uh, I think of any right now? Uh, fucking Ruby Sparks, uh, Booby Sparks, and you have little matchbox cars Booby and you park them on and you, you park exactly. them on her boobs. So what boobs. we're saying is raise the profile of these indie movies. God, I just um, want to sit here for the rest of my <laughs> life and just make up porn titles. <laughs> make up porn titles. It is a real. I don't know why Breaking Bad didn't try something. What's yet. the fucking uh, one where they erase people's minds? Total uh, Recall? No, fucking Jim Carrey. They oh, Eternal Sunshine Jim, of the Spotless Eternal, Mind. Eternal Sunshine. Eternal, like, hold on. Hold Eternal on. Bun. Nope. Shine nope. of the Fun. Spotless Behind. Okay, Behind works. Okay, Eternal <laughs> Sunshine of the Spotless Behind. Eternal Sunshine. Eternal. Uh. Fun time. External fun times in your spotless behind. <laughs> Internal little... fun times in your spotless behind. That is a mouthful. Uh-huh. That is a mouthful. Just like in the movie. <laughs> okay, so. Why, okay, we just want to bring bad day. I have no idea why we're, why we're talking about this. But yes, indie people make <laughs> indie porn or start going to porn films wherever you have a theater that like has a porn or host get-togethers at your house. We're not talking circle jerks. We're you literally like you get together and, and you, like, porn. you sip brandy or whatever it is you guys do that's <laughs> very different. Get some absinthe. I don't know what you guys like to sip on and discuss like like eat like like grain-fed Chicken poop or whatever it is, the vegans eat, and get together and have porn hosting parties where nobody gets aroused. Like if you get a chub, you have to leave. You watch you it's artistic merit, make it a movement, thereby like weakening a lot of like the people who disagree with pornography. Yeah. Make, it it a movement movement make it a cultural Make it a cultural thing that people just happen to have hardcore, but full frontal, I double think, penetration. I think we're changing culture today. I really like this. <laughs> I think we can help a lot of people with like porn. It's not a porn addiction anymore. It becomes a, like, oh, this is my my this is my passion. This is my this, this is, my, this is, my, this is my thing. It's kind of my thing. I'm really you just don't understand. <laughs> you don't get me. You don't get it because it's so obscure. But uh, literally everyone when 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 porn becomes like Instagram, then yes. we will have finally risen up as a culture. We're gonna do this, people. We're gonna fucking do this. Fight we'll do man. it right now. Just two guys watching porn. See if I fucking care. I we're not gonna do we're, it today. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> um, I think the rule has to be like five or more people. Yeah. So it's not like it's just no two eye dudes contact. watching porn. It's just real. <laughs> oh, no eye contact. Even indie people. No, no. <laughs> eye contact. Coming to my private hosting party. It's weird. You just it's it's just wrong. Don't do eye contact during <laughs> porn. Uh, number three on our fest five. Number three. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What if? You only make eye contact while porn's happening in the background. Then you can't look at the porn? You can't all look at the porn. You have to make eye This is a new porn. Sounds game. like a new party game. I'm going to try this. Next time we have a game night, I'm turning on porn, or like, but no one's allowed to look at like it. like you're hugging and your necks are touching, but you have to keep doing that. There's porn going on on either side of the room, and you're, and you're just hugging the other person, and you're rubbing your necks together and just watching the porn on the other side. First one to get an erection loses. You know, I tried to, watch, wins. I tried to watch porn once eating a Whopper from Burger King. <laughs> And it disgusted me so much and turned me off of Whoppers for like a solid month. That's what we have to do to make, oh my God, we have to link 
fast food and porn together, and we can solve obesity. Because everyone will be like, oh, oh, oh my God. whoa, grown-up happy meal, sex toys. Then it truly is a okay, happy meal. But then, like, you're obligated to use it right after you've eaten, and that's weird. And then you can call going down on somebody having a happy meal. <laughs> People don't already do or don't already say that. What about the half meal at McDonald's? They do the grown up happy meals. Just put their junk in the bag. And, All right, here you go. You're a grown up now. You will accept what you get. This is your toy. You have to play with it at the window. If they say it like that, if they say it like Corella Deville, is your toy? Is your toy? Then I kind, of, I kind of talk like a slave there for a second. Is your toy, Mavi? All right, so number three. Number three, finally. Um, Bunty Verma, one of my favorite names in history, <laughs> is a 32-year-old TV repairman from India. Uh, he reportedly insulted his wife, Hima, so frequently and severely that she recently left him, taking their daughter with her. Uh, the man was so distraught that he tried to lick his abusive habit, turn <laughs> phrase, by cutting off the source of his abusive mouth, his tongue. Um, so he tried to reach out to his wife with a note explaining that since it was his tongue that was responsible for his cruel words, he sliced it off. No word on whether his wife believed the reconciliation attempt was anything more than lip service. Uh, but Verma admitted to a government was admitted to a government hospital for treatment, and the medical officer informed local police officials about his personal dismemberment. Uh, so this guy basically says, "If you know, it's the things I say to you that piss you off. Come back and be with me, mm-hmm. and then I can't piss you off anymore because I have no tongue." But now she's going to be with a guy that has no tongue, tongue which is yeah. creepy. You, know, you ever see like a dog that has a real stumpy tail, but they try like move it around just like real slow and creepy. And, yeah. yeah. That's how his like tongue would be. Like, oh, <laughs> in the back of his thing. Like you couldn't kiss that dude. Like it makes you feel like this scenario where like you're with someone and then she gets like horribly burned and you feel obligated to stay with that person because you don't want to seem shallow. She's already out of the game. Why would she go back to that? She doesn't have to look embarrassed in front of her friends when she gives up on the guy with no fucking tongue. Exactly. So she's already out of it. I don't see why we got, we got to, we'll follow up on this next week. It's like, come on, just hurry up and die of your burn mark. Please. (laughs) Um, so yeah. So what, uh, to, to win the love of somebody, what is the, like, appendage you would cut off to prove to a girl that you, or guy, I don't know, uh, that to, to prove to somebody that, that you that you want to be with them? I would, um, I would have someone cut off my own head and put it in, like, and then, like, uh, like, how, like, glue my hand to it. Because I'll be fucking dead, whatever. But then I will have someone, like, string me up like a marionette and I'm holding my head, right, and I go to this girl's front door and I'm like, look, I'm still alive, because I love you so much that I can't die because I cut off my own head and I should be dead. But so we should do like a sex right now, baby. And we then, should I, do and then like I, I hold my hand out and my head's right there. And I'm like, and I'm making kissy faces at her. So there's that. Okay. That made no sense whatsoever. <laughs> but all right. Um, I think I'd be willing to cut off my testicles, but not my penis. Yeah. I mean, you still want to do things, yeah. you know, but like she gets the proof that I wanted to be with her. But also, she gets to hang around with a guy that sounds like Steamboat Willie or Mickey Mouse all the time. And I think that's important. So you're talking about, like, actually cutting your junk off. Because for, for two seconds, I wasn't sure if you meant vasectomy. No, no, no. Just like, take just balls, like, like take a scissors or get one of those, like, oh, God. paper cutter things that would be real quick. Just slice Oh, God. Cut, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> 
Oh, thinking about it hurts. <laughs> just like, like in every in every like Looney Tunes cartoon where something exploded, <laughs> you just look like confetti. Like, that's what I imagine would happen with me. God, it's like when you bite into a peppercini, oh! and, and then like you, it still has that like rigid like skin. Yeah, it looks like that, and everything just be hanging out, and then it shoots the juice oh, in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'd be just like biting off a peppercini, right? Am I right? I, uh, you're right. Um... But yeah, so I would uh, I would cut off my balls and then ask the woman if she would come back to me. Hall, oh! hall, oh! too much water. <laughs> That's your go-to oh, thing for Mickey Mouse. Oh, That's my favorite Mickey Mouse thing. <laughs> too much water. Oh, oh, Minnie. Uh, okay. <laughs> See, that's a voice I can do. We covered another voice that I can do. Were you about to slip into the Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse have sex with each other? Oh, 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 Oh my god. Well, that was. And then Goose walks in. I hope. What's doing there? I hope you were listening to that out of like external speakers in your computer. <laughs> and like, <laughs> just like how your parents come into your room and they're like, what the fuck are you <laughs> listening to? Slap my ass! Like, what? <laughs> this was never meant to be heard by humans. <laughs> well, slap me with a dodo! Oh, oh, with a dodo. Mickey's in this Takes off that shit. big white glove. <laughs> Let's get Pluto in here. Oh. <laughs> uh, too much peanut butter. <laughs> uh, number two. I don't know how we can top that. <laughs> number two, we went for a guy in India cutting off his tongue to Mickey Mouse having sex. Um, number two on the Fast Five are anal tattoos the next big thing. Um, a woman at the 17th annual South Florida Tattoo Expo. Uh, in Florida, obviously. Um, 22-year-old girl decided to get her anus tattooed. Oh, God. And apparently she's not the only person. Like, this is a new trend or something. Like, and Reddit's picking up on it. Like, people have posted pictures of their anus tattoos. Jesus Christ. Okay, so anus tattoo being, like, the rust ring, right? We just yeah, on around there. the Rusty Sheriff's badge. Uh, oh, Rusty Sheriff's badge. I've never heard that term. That's a Kevin Smith one. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> rusty wagon wheel, rusty sheriff's badge. <laughs> you ever have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate starfish. Oh my god. Well, that just makes me think of Limp Biscuit, so that's great. <laughs> and the hot dog flavored water. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's uh, a good album. It's a good yeah, album. That's, like that's the best, probably the best album ever written. Limp Biscuits, <laughs> Chocolate Starfish, <laughs> and the hot dog flavored water has overtaken Let It Be as America's <laughs> favorite album. <laughs> Uh, that would take, I think if Fred Durst killed himself, but it had to be in a really creative way. <laughs> or no, no. Oh God, he's been a genius the whole time. Or if Fred Durst promised to kill himself if album sales were not picked up. <laughs> um, I, I would really like to see Chocolate Starfish become the number one album of all time, overtaking Michael Jackson's Thriller and the Eagles' greatest hit. <laughs> Record sales this week. Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavor Water. All of them. Just fucking all of them. They're gone. Which was odd because only cassette versions of the album exist. <laughs> Um, so anyways, back to the 22-year-old getting her ass inked. Uh, she said it felt really, really good. Uh, and one observer noted that the whole latest tattooing thing seemed pretty, and I'm quoting, cool. 
<laughs> that's really the only way he could like 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 positively critique that. Yeah, so like, like, oh, it's huh. very smart. Oh, cool. Whatever. So uh, you had a needle. Yes, that's, that's good. Um, so if you want your GED or not, <laughs> some people are saying that they're 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 not a great idea just for like health issues, yeah. like opening that area up. Next to where stuff comes out that can infect you and yeah, yeah, yeah. things like that. I uh, won't well, get too far into that. But the uh, this girl was quick to point out that this isn't the first um, tattoo she, she's had. She also has a fairy on her back. Surprise. <laughs> uh, crawled in a ball with broken wings, and she's pulling out her fucking hair. That was a quote. Pulling okay. her fucking hair out uh, on one of her older tattoos. And she had another man's name on her anus, but had it surgically fixed and put the new man's anus. There's only room, there's only room on this anus for one name. <laughs> fucking, so... It's like the new wedding ring. Like I'm, I'm really... Like troubled by that quote where she says Your "fucking hair out." I wanted her so bad to be the most elegant woman in the world. Yeah, just like the belle of the ball, Harvard and educated. All the, all the women wanted to be her, and all the guys wanted to be with her. <laughs> but she's like, "Oh no, this was a very frugal choice for me." It was proving that society as a whole, right? <laughs> as a whole. <laughs> I put America around my butthole. <laughs> it is both a compliment and a detraction. Um, so yeah, so would you get a tattoo anywhere? I, I want. I want a tattoo. I just my my body looks like marzipan right now. So I, <laughs> like I want to get like like ladies. If you're if you're in the neighborhood, if you're into marzipan. If you're into like like curds and whey body. We're good. We can do that. We can do sex on each other's parts. But anyway. Um, I would, I'm, I like, I always think about, like, anchors and shit, but uh, then I'm not, like, a, like a Navy dude, so that I feel like I'm lying. But I wouldn't know that people, be, like, punk if you were just yeah. like, fuck it, I don't need a Navy, I like anchors, I, I, I collect anchors, <laughs> what? Like, I but then I'd always have to, so I, because I'm so self-conscious about people thinking I'm a douche, <laughs> I'd have to have my anchor collection with me all the time. Which would give me fucking huge Chained around giant you. muscles. Chained That's fucking you. how it happened to Popeye. Like Jacob Marley. They <laughs> drag anchors everywhere. <laughs> like, guys, I'm not a tool. <laughs> These are the chains I forged in life. <laughs> this is my Jewish new, man. My <laughs> These are the chains I forged in life. That sounds like a really self-hating Jew during the Holocaust. Oh, I forged these chains and I paid way too much. <laughs> Should have got them at Hobbs Outlet. Uh, Oh, God. Well, we're getting some letters. <laughs> oh, if anybody writes letters, it's the Jews. Am I right? Sometimes home from camp. <laughs> no, it's fine here. It's fine. <laughs> um, but my number one uh, favorite story. Uh, favorite story. Number, favorite story. Number Whoa. one of the best five. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we talked about an ex-Saturday Night Live cast member. Oh, God. Uh, Victoria Jackson. Victoria Jackson, uh, high-pitched, blonde, whiny, uh, ex-cast member. Kind of sounded like that Jew voice you were just Kind of sounded, so. oh, but a little bit higher. Oh, I know. I know. Romney's the second coming. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I sound like, who's the girl from fucking All in the Family? All in the Family, yeah. Oh, what's her name? Uh, Jean, uh, uh Shepard? So, yeah, I think it's Gene Shepard, not Gene Rodden. To the Googles! <laughs> no, Gene Rodden was the uh, guy who came up with the... Yeah. So sure. Anyway, so sure. No, back to the story. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay. Victoria Jackson 
Um, of course, made the comments about the kids on Glee kissing, and that was trying to indoctrinate gay culture in America. And she said things about she went to the Democratic National Convention, interviewed gay people, and asked how they could be gay. Um, after Barack Obama was announced as the continuing president, um, she went to Twitter and proclaimed that her first tweet said, I can't stop crying. Then she wrote, America died. Then she said, Oh, those two things need to go together. So she wrote a third tweet, tweet that said, I can't stop crying. America died. I can't like stop you guys crying. America died. I can't stop crying because America died. I said, I can't stop crying. I can't stop crying because America died. I said, a hip, hip, hop it, a hip, hip, America, a hip, hip, diddy, to die. Sugar Hill Gang now. Sugar whatever. Hill Gang remixes Victoria Jackson's Sugar Hill Bang porn bands. I said, the kids on Glee are not a dead. So then she says, the Democrat Party, who who voted God out of their platform eh, eh, eh. and adopted Romans 1 as their platform won. Um, in the one? good versus evil battle today, evil won. I'm going to look up Romans 1. Yeah, look up what, what Romans 1 is. Um, I have read large parts of the Bible. I have too, but it's so hard to retain all the main stuff. Yeah. Well, also, all of it. It's hard to retain it's all funny. of it. It's <laughs> funny. I prefer the Old Testament. God's very vengeful. Um, he's sort of just like, gets paid. he's turning people into salt pillars and yeah. shit. He, like, like Noah's daughters get him drunk and have sex with him. Yeah. There's some Speaking hot of- shit going on in the Old Testament. <laughs> this is hot. If I could go anywhere in time with my time machine, go back to the Old Testament and just stand around and be like, this is, this is hot. Not just because it's in the desert, am I right? 40 days and 40 nights of incest on that boat. I don't. There's a lot of words. So, Romans 1. Uh, just, just stuff like where, where it starts. Uh, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God. So, nailed it. There you go. Paul. All right, Christians, that means something to you. <laughs> give us a call. At five, 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 don't give a shit. <laughs> um, so, she, she's basically, she's just saying she can't stop crying. Then she says, thanks a lot, Christians, for not showing up. Yeah, fuck you, you disgust me. As if there aren't Christians that voted for Barack Obama. Yeah. So, I was talking to somebody about this yesterday. Like, whatever economic policy or social policy or whether you're pro-life, pro choice, pro-gun, pro-more gun control. There's no anti-gun. Nobody's anti-gun. Yeah. Except for people that have immediately been shot. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be pretty anti-gun if I had a bullet in me. Uh, I wish guns didn't exist. <laughs> I would not be in this predicament. But wherever you land, like, the religion thing, if you want to say, like, the Christians didn't come out and vote, for the Mormon, yeah. like, I have nothing against Romney being a Mormon. That's fine. And that wouldn't have been why I was against him as a president. I don't give a shit. Uh, Obama, on I don't know a hundred occasions now, has declared that he's a Christian. People still think he's a Muslim, and being a Muslim again, as we've said before, not a bad thing. Yeah, pretty peaceful religion. We are in the like radical sect yeah. of it. Which Christians, you have your own radical set, and there's radical atheists, and there's radical Hebrews, and you know we don't have a because I, I know that we had a, a someone of a different religion just put in Senate or Congress or whatever, and a. Um, Who's either Hindu or Muslim? I'm not sure. I thought he was Transformer Ease. <laughs> he only believes in Optimus Prime. <laughs> like, he's like, oh, and here's what I think about healthcare. And by the way, <laughs> praise to the one true God, Optimus Prime. <laughs> God, I would fucking join that church though. So <laughs> we're we're starting all types of cultures today. This is nice. This what is, is nice. the religion? Solatist, Solatist, Solips. where you where you believe that. 
uh, you're the only real person. Solipsism. And everyone around you is a figment of your imagination. Yeah. Or, or the, the, because the only thing you can truly know is, is yourself. The only yes. thing you can know exists is yourself. Yes. You can't have any standard of judging anything else, and therefore nothing technically exists or matters. And I love it because the paradox in that is everybody can either disprove or prove it. Yeah. But you, and everybody can't. And most, people, most people prove it by shooting up a mall. Or, the thing is, you can prove it. By saying, like, well, I'm me. I'm looking out from these eyes. I know that I think that about you. Yeah. But I'm looking at you and going, but I think that about you. And I'm in my own head, and I know that I'm real. <laughs> like, how do I know what you're saying? Is it something my brain had you say? Like, that trips me out. I mm-hmm. love that that belief. I don't think there's any merit to it, but that's I love yeah. the paradox it's, of it. It is one of those things where, you like, can't whenever it, people you can't try to, like, it. yeah, whenever people try to, like, get into, like, really, really deep conversations with me about it, I just fucking, like, it's really, it's really just think this shit to yourself. But... It, it, makes like, your ears bleed a it bit. hurts your brain and it makes you really sad. So I try not to think about it because I used to think about it a lot. Now yeah. I don't think about it because it depresses the shit out of you. Really, what if I'm the only thing that's real? Whatever. I guess it's <laughs> no poor day. I guess I just won't even try. What the fuck ever? I don't care. Well, that's kind of cool to me. Like, yeah, that's that's really cool. But like, it gives you no purpose for anything. Like, no, it gives you purpose that you don't. You feel like God. Like, oh, whatever you do is really just yeah. me. Force. You're my puppet. <laughs> you know, like that kind of makes me feel good. Yeah, I try to. The fuck are we talking about? Victoria Jackson. Oh, Victoria Jackson. She said the thing about Christians not coming out, and I think that as Christians who may have voted for Barack Obama, you should be be insulted by that because she's saying that if you're Christian, you can't vote for Barack Obama. Everyone wants to generalize their opponent to be like, oh, no Christian would vote for that person. I am firmly in favor of disallowing, like making it illegal for a candidate. Like in in a job interview, you are illegally, it is illegal to ask somebody's Race, religion, or creed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not even really allowed to ask like their age until they're hired. Then you get them on file. You get their, you know, like W fours filled out and all. Mm-hmm. You have to get birth dates and stuff. But in on the application in the interview, you can't ask how old they are because you can't discriminate based on age, and they yeah. can't feel like you did. Um, so why is the the president's a job interview? Like that's like a one year long job interview mm-hmm. between it comes down to two people hiring us to vote on them or at least get us to get the electoral college to vote on them. But that's another yeah. issue. Um, but like my thing is like, why would you be allowed to ask that? Cause again, to me, it doesn't matter. Like if someone's an atheist, someone's a Christian, someone's a Muslim, someone's a Buddhist and they want to be president. Fantastic. That's great. What policy wise are you going to do? Yeah. How does it affect my taxes? Um, what do you do to my health care? Like all these are all things yes. that matter to me. I don't care who you if you pray to Lord Vishnu uh-huh. or God or the Holy One Optimus Prime at the end of the night. It doesn't <laughs> matter to me because you're going to do the same thing either way. Yeah. I mean, opponents have to be generalized for there to be a debate at all. Yeah, but I don't know because no one's going to fucking debate on politics. Well, that's the problem with saying that I'm Republican or I'm a Democrat because then yeah. you automatically fall the party line. Yeah. Like just outlaw naming yourself as any mm-hmm. official party, and then you'd actually see people work together because you was like, oh, you're you and you stand for this. You're yeah. not a name. Mm-hmm. Um, Although that does make it a lot quicker. That does kind of well, it does, but also so does racial mind. profiling. It doesn't uh, make it right. Yeah, even if most of the time I, it's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry, guys. Um, I don't know. I I should point I, out that I totally voted for Barack Obama. I did. Um, I did not vote. I'd vote for Gary Johnson if he wasn't a little bit batshit crazy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's got that turtle jaw going on. He's interesting. He's got the used car salesman. Um, Look, yeah, television late night attorney advertisement thing going on. <laughs> Who is the Green Party woman? 
It's like Jillian or Justice Jackson. Jillian Justice Grant. Jackson. That was yeah. it. That was it. She was um, she's an amalgamation <laughs> of a lot she of different like, people. She's just like Native American and African American. Uh-huh. She has giant muscles with tiny legs. And well, she's, she's her mind she's, powers. They, they actually call her the JJJ for short. <laughs> Triple J. Yeah, Triple J. She's one better than the KKK. <laughs> One higher, one she higher. Is, than yeah, I get it. Um, so yeah, so that's the uh, Fast Five, and basically, I'll end the Fast Five by saying "Fuck you, Victoria Jackson." Yeah, uh, I'd like to write a song called "Fuck You, Victoria Jackson. Jackson" and play it on the ukulele, like like she played. <laughs> we should write it on ukulele. We'll we'll do it on the podcast <laughs> next time. Um, getting into the uh, regular news that we we might go into talking about. Here's what's funny: we do the Fast Five, and it was meant to be like a boom. This story punchline. It, boom. Yeah. This story punchline, and we still talk yeah, about it. it becomes, just as long as it becomes literally like three fourths of the show, and then we have like two stories at the end. But it's it's a segment now, and yeah. it gets done. Fuck you guys. So um, there was an uh, article. I don't know. If, I don't think it originated on Fox News. It originated somewhere, obviously. But uh, Halo Four came out on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Okay, and actually Monday night there was like midnight launches and stuff. All the um, play it. Halo Four. Uh, people, analysts were wondering how much that game being released and gamers wanting to stay home all day and play it because it's, it's, it's a big deal. It's, I mean, it looks like a really awesome... Oh my god, I've heard nothing but awesome, but awesome things about it. But my thing is, they're saying that it may keep dedicated players from going to vote. Eh. Yeah, I know a lot of people who didn't vote because they were playing Halo, that's the thing. Seriously? Yeah, like... Like, uh, like we're honestly going to vote, but then got yeah. distracted by Halo. I don't know, I, f- I feel like they would have found any reason to to not vote, because they were just like, I don't want to leave my house, but they just, the, the the election became their, like, or Halo 4 became their reason not to vote. Well, it feels like to me that, um, you know, the... The company behind Halo says it was not in, intended yeah. that way. It was just the release date they got. But they did, in almost preparation for the backlash, the uh, opening screen when you put in Halo 4, at least yeah, on so Tuesday, was make your voice heard, vote with a picture of the Halo guy mm-hmm. in front of the American flag. So Master Chief mm-hmm. is saying, vote. <laughs> um, so um, Master Chief, of course, wants you to vote. Uh I don't think this would have stopped anybody who was actually very who, intending yeah. on like yeah, going who, to vote. Who knew enough about like their the candidate they wanted like policies that they would have gone out and voted anyway. Well, Xbox did do a thing where if you watched the debates, you got like armor that you couldn't get, yeah. and it was like like special badges mm-hmm. and like armor that you couldn't. I get. think it's really sad that we have to reward people for <laughs> doing their fucking duty now. Yeah, but then again, I didn't vote, so I can't really say anything, but. I think it sounded like in the fucking movie. You didn't vote because of your responsibility. Yeah, and your laziness. Sweet laziness. No, no, no. I just, uh, I've had my ID. I, uh, I. You registered. I I registered on rockthevote.org or .com or whatever. And they said, print this thing out uh, and then mail it in. And I was like, I thought I was already registered. And I was like, I'll do that. And then the day came and I put it on, I like, I put the email thing on a flash drive, the PDF on a flash drive. I took it to the school to print it out. And. It like wouldn't work on the computer, so I thought Game this up. is I like <laughs> end of the line. <laughs> well, the buck I did what I could. Oh, good enough. Guess I'll was... go fucking listen to some records. Nailed I was trying it. to think of an artist, <laughs> and I couldn't think of one <laughs> musical artist that would be funny to throw in. The God damn! Of, the sound of old turtles fucking. The sound like, of old. I guess I'll just go home and listen to turtles fuck. Listen I guess. to the sound. Listen to the sound of a squeeze box over dogs barking. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's Okay, listeners, 
I know there are so many of you. I want you all to uh, go listen to the song Uncle U N K E L K L E. Yeah, L E. Um, Uncle Funky Pants. Is it Uncle with a K or? It's K, okay. but I couldn't remember if they spelled it E L or L E. Anyway, um, I know how uh, the word Uncle is spelled, but um, by the band and Albatross, they're the best grindcore band in the history of the world, other than Pig Destroyer and the Locust and all other grindcore bands. Actually, and Albatross is pretty terrible, but it's a song that's like five minutes of dogs barking over the squeeze box. So there you go. It's a good song. It's a really good song. It is really, really catchy. It will make you do a tiny dance. Um, I don't know that Anne Albatross would be that upset with hearing a little segment of that song on their um, There's on the, uh, the only video. Thirty seconds of it. The only <laughs> the entire five minutes is the same thirty seconds of. Last FM has it. Last FM, you guys are on it. Uncle Funky Pans. By Anne Albatross. Two separate words, Anne Albatross, Uncle Funky Pants, from the lightning for from the album Eat Lightning Shit Thunder. That's a good album too. It's all better than There you go. Play. You're playing radio though, so you might just get Yeah, you know, I might just get horrifying terrifying things. Oh well that sucks. Just go to YouTube. On YouTube. Go to YouTube. Go to YouTube. This is going to be underwhelming for the build-up. <laughs> a lot of build-up. Oh, that one. By Ann Albatross? Okay. Uh, I mean, that'll work, I guess. There we go. All right. Come on, YouTubes. Can, well, it'll pick it up from there, right? Yeah, it should. Okay, cool. Snowball. Come on. Little circle is moving. This is riveting podcasting, by the way. Yeah, uh, there's... Silences are bad for these things. Um... Uh, so have you ever had sex with a pharaoh? Put the pussy in a sarcophagus. <laughs> um, I'm drunk and high at the same time. I'm drinking champagne and on an airplane. Mitt Romney don't pay no tax. Mitt Romney don't pay no tax. Carter, that's for you. <laughs> um, um, it is taking a long time. Go, to go back. Go back. We Maybe not. Okay, go back. Go back. You're too. We have to go back. We have to go back, Kate. It's a reference to a TV show. How are all of you doing out there? You guys good? Um, so, um, you guys, uh, you guys seen this uh, Wreck It Ralph movie? I've seen it like three times. It's Did you really see it three times? I've seen it three times. It's really good, you guys. It's so good. Uh, it's fucking insane. And the sugar, the Sugar Rush song has been playing in my head for like an hour. Okay. It is 48 seconds long of just that. Dogs barking. All right. That Aww. was fun, right? That was Good fantastic. Um, but anyway, go download that. Go pay them like a dollar for it on their band camp. In Albatross, Uncle Funky Pants. Please download that soon. Uncle Funky Pants. Um, so anyways, bottom line, I don't think Halo 4 kept anyone away from voting that no. was going to vote. Any but excuse. here's the thing. Does it affect... Do you think it would have taken votes away from Romney or Obama? Definitely My Obama. immediate thing is Obama because video gamers. But yeah. also, have you ever gone online and played Call of Duty like 
online on a server with the racist, yeah, angry Republicans that are, I like war, but that's more Call of Duty. I was having oh, this well, conversation yeah. with Trevor. We think Halo takes away more from Obama fans. If yeah, it had been Call of Duty, yeah, oh, if it had been Call of Duty, it would have been yeah. Romney voters. Yeah. So that's where we ended up landing on on that the other day. That would actually hurt Obama if like Halo 4 came out. Yeah. So obviously, it would have only given him more of, and yeah. by the way, for the people on Facebook that were saying that Obama didn't win the popular vote, they were saying that you must have tuned out of the election around midnight of like all the like coverage when the West Coast votes came in. He ha- all you need is two seventy electoral votes, which again that's a separate conversation. I think the electoral college is out of date. We don't need it anymore. It's completely broken. Doesn't work. You don't need it. But he reached the two seventy, and that was that. But he still hadn't reached the popular vote. People were confused as to how that 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 could happen. Yeah. But that last count, it was like fifty to forty eight percent. Yeah, I thought it was like. Fifty. It was like the, the like votes were like yeah, fifty million. Yeah, uh, um, so many. And uh, yeah. it, was like, it was like off by like five hundred. Yeah, people. I mean, it, it, it ended up. It was off by like five hundred thousand yeah. votes. I mean, it was like not that it, well, that's not close, yeah. but he did win the popular vote. Yeah, but considering it the might grand be more scale than of that, it, yeah, considering the grand scale of it, that is pretty close. Oh yeah. So, anyways, um, Obama did win the popular vote. I just want to Obama won the election. So, uh, look forward to that when he um, does his socialist thing in. Uh, a related story with the election, then we'll talk about some things that have nothing to do with it for people that don't want to hear us go on about this. One CEO in Las Vegas had an extreme reaction to President Obama's re-election. Quote-unquote David, whose full name and company have yet to be disclosed, um, reported on the uh, Huffington Post on the uh, radio show um, with Kevin Wall on 100.5 KXNT. Uh, he told them that he fired 22 of his 114 employees as a direct result of Obama's win, arguing that elections have consequences and that he needs to survive. David refused to identify himself for obvious reasons. He said he had to lay off 22 people to make sure that his business is going to thrive and he's going to be around for years to come. So I got to give this guy like the cojones that he didn't just threaten that a lot of CEOs wrote to their people that we're going to have to cut jobs and this and that. But let's keep in mind that Obama would still have been president the day after the election anyway. Yeah. Until the, like, 20th of January, mm-hmm. he's still president. Yeah. So you fired him in anticipation of more things coming next after, year? Like, that's, like, something a shitty teen- like a shitty teenager is just like, oh, I guess, because something bad going to happen, I better fucking give up right now. Yeah. Like, I don't understand that, like, mentality of, like, we just have to, like, prepare for it now, because if it can happen, it fucking will happen. It genuinely makes me angry. Well, there was that story about Papa John's, uh, which kind of makes me not want to eat it. Yeah. Uh, Papa John's basically threatened America. They basically said they would just pass the cost of Obamacare on to their customers. Like, basically, the CEO, John, whatever his name is, that's in the commercials tossing a football around yeah. and being a dick. Mm-hmm. Um, your pizza's not that good, by the way. It's the garlic <laughs> butter that makes everything. The pizza <laughs> is a dime a dozen. Your pizza's not great. It's the fucking garlic butter and the pepperoni you put in the box oh, that pepperoni. I ordered Papa John's for. Why is, that a, why is that a Papa John's trademark? I have no idea. No. Nobody else does they it. Only, they're the only ones who do Nobody it. Nobody else does it. I wonder it. if they have like a day like a TM on that. I don't know. Like you're illegal to put in. Like even if I ask for it at GM Wars. What about like twenty pepperoncinis? What if someone's like, okay, we're not we're not fucking Papa John's. Let's just dump an entire jar uh, of pepperoncini. We put in fifty of them, <laughs> which is you only put food, in one. Food costs are through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> just in pepperoncinis. I don't understand this. Um, 
So, yeah, so he said that, no, we won't have to fire people. We'll just have to pass the cost of Obamacare on the customers. So know that when you buy Papa John's pizza, Republicans, you're paying for Obamacare. <laughs> that ought to put him out of business in about six months. <laughs> Taking down Papa John's. Um, so, yeah, so he went ahead and did fire the workers that he said he was going to have to. But as this David says, he describes his worker as mostly Hispanic. <laughs> so that makes Wait a good. second. Wait a second. Yeah. That was a that was, no, a, that was a, a direct quote. quote from this David guy. Sweet um, Jesus! If if the story is true, it's not just some guy who called up a radio station oh, pretending yeah. to be CEO because he's refusing to like say where he's a CEO of and whatever. But he says that. Oh, um, okay. He describes workers as mostly Hispanic and said that he warned them about a month ago that if Obama won re-election, provisions like Obamacare and extra payroll taxes would force him to make certain considerations in order to keep his business running. Yeah. Um, I I know that some people will like groan and say that's profiling, but that's fucking profiling. Yeah, kind of. That is like the bad type of profiling. So basically, he let go dishwashers. <laughs> yeah. Like, was he run a restaurant? Like most of janitors. Just very generalized. It's a computer company, definitely janitors. Ugh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking janitors. Um. Billionaire and Westgate Resort had David Siegel emailed a memo to his employees in the lead up to the election. But in the wake of Obama's win, he's saying this, this Siegel guy actually gave all of his employees raises. That doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense to me. It's like he's trying to, like, speed up his bankruptcy so he can blame it on, on Obama. Maybe. So you can say, like, look how much I have to pay these people. But he gave them a raise. Yeah. So some people forget that or don't yeah. look into the history so he of it. Sent out, his original email that he sent out was saying that he was going to lay off people if Obama won. Yeah, and then he gave them raises. I'm trying to get the full story on this. This is this is weird because I, I don't want to get that wrong. But that sounds like Look, David Siegel, like billionaire, and he's the head there. of Westgate Resort. Uh, and he sent out a letter to all of his employees in the lead-up to the election warning them to vote for Romney or else. But in the wake of Obama's win, Siegel is saying that he gave all of his employees raises. Now, that might be a joke that he fired them all and thinks they're going to make more money on, like, welfare or something. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think so. And some companies, like Win Resorts, went even further by they gave their employees voter guides. Peter Boss, or Bose, CEO of real estate developer Legendary Inc., attached his filled-out election ballot, made copies of his election ballot, which included a vote for Romney, to his employees' paychecks this week. He paid them and included his voting ticket. Here's how I voted. Here's how I voted. So, like, I don't know what the, the deal is. I, I didn't know you, you could actually do that. And I think you were going to say something about uh, about the ballots. <laughs> the ballots. Um, Someone when, taking a picture oh, of Oh, fucking Sean Hannity. Fucking Sean Hannity. That uh, fucking soccer cousin. He fucking <laughs> um, took a picture of his ballot and sent it around to people, which fucking voids it in most states. So that's fucking, that's great. That's how, that's how patriotic he is. He's a, he's a wonderful fucking, patriot. Fucking idiot. Um, so yeah, so, uh, I don't like the fact that it feels like the, um, they're just kind of taking their employees hostage and you should, like, yeah. that should actually be like illegal. I don't understand well, how first that's of all, it's to do. terrorism because you're threatening things if you yeah. get your way. That's fucking insane. And okay. What's the, what's the update on Donald Trump now? Donald Trump is I haven't heard kind of shut up. He gave Obama that extension yeah. in revealing his like college transcripts and financial aid information, which I'm not sure what that was going to cover. He gave him like two extra days because of uh, Hurricane Sandy and him dealing with that. Uh, so I don't actually know what the uh, what the what the final 
uh, thing is on that. Because, I, I haven't heard well, anything. Well, about Trump that. hasn't. I mean, I'm assuming he did that to help with the election because he assumed that with either way, if he didn't reveal something, it would make him look suspicious. Mm-hmm. He did reveal it that Trump really thought he was going to find something. That was a fucking bombshell. Um, I love the fact that he was all like, oh, this is going to be a bombshell. This is going to change the way you think about stuff. And it was just like, uh, he might still not be from our country. Okay, well, this is interesting. Uh, the most recent news about Donald Trump, his tweets were deleted following his post-election tirade. So he, like, flipped out, apparently. But this is what he was saying before they were de- um, deleted. He posted, following President Barack Obama's re-election, added new critiques of NBC's Brian Will. Critiques of NBC's Brian Will. Okay, so yeah, so we had some some kind of technical glitch there where you just bumped back over, but we are recording again. Oh, okay, we're back on track. weird. Yeah, I don't know what uh, happened there. Anyways, um, so Donald Trump uh, tweeted all these things about how, like, pissed off he was about the vote. Um, and then it was, uh, he said, back to the drawing board. It's a total sham and a travesty. Uh, news outlets projected that Obama won the election. And he started posting, our nation is once a great nation divided. The rest of the world is laughing at us, uh, which are really just laughing at his hairpiece. Uh, and they encouraged, they, he encouraged a revolution in this country. Which is dangerous. Very dangerous. So Brian Williams went on the air, showed some of Trump's tweets, saying that he had driven well past the last exit to relevance <laughs> and veered into something closer to irresponsible. So, um, which Brian Williams is right, but then Donald Trump said on Wednesday, after deleting all of his Tuesday night tirade things, says that Brian Williams knows that I think his newscast has become totally boring, so he took a shot at me last night. Wouldn't you love to have my ratings? <laughs> that the was, Apprentice. That was a really, really, really good impression, and I thought you were going to go into... Brooklyn Arnold Schwarzenegger there for a second. I can do Brooklyn Arnold Schwarzenegger. Can you do? I'll Bro- be back <laughs> for a piece of pizza <laughs> at Grimaldi's. Well, today is a first for this. <laughs> Ralph is doing good impressions, but it's not just impressions; they're characters. So Ralph can no longer do impressions; you're just characters. I he's can't created do himself. races and ethnicities, but I can do characters now. <laughs> So, so, of course, Trump donated a lot of money to the Mitt Romney campaign. Yeah. I mean, that's um, really, that's that's not a I, that's not a secret. I think it's genuinely hilarious that, like, all these, like, big, like, business people that, like, backed all the Republicans, they're pretty much losing all their money. Like, Karl Rove, none of it, none of the candidates he, candidates he was backing, yeah. like, won anything. <laughs> he lost a shit ton of money. Fucking uh, the Coach Brothers or whatever. I think it was the Coach Brothers. Yes. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they were the ones that, that literally everyone they backed, like, like failed, and they put like billions of dollars into this so they're losing shit tons of money well, they were the billionaires that were funding the tea party basically yeah Koch brothers uh, coach brothers however you yeah. say it. um so yeah so they uh obviously trump was a little pissed off he also thought that obama again lost the popular vote yeah and he didn't when the rest of the results came in everything was fine and obama actually had a lot more votes than mitt Romney. It was like 50 to 48% or something. Um, so, yeah, so um, Trump endorsed Romney in the presidential race, garnered publicity last year for questioning whether Obama was born in the U.S. and eligible to be president. Celebrity Apprentice Star recently promised to contribute $5 million to charity, but it has no updates on anything about the charity thing. I think he's done, because really, what's he going to do now if he proves he's not, you know, fit to be president or he's not legally allowed to be president? Well, what do they do, you know? Um one of my favorite fun stories, which really is not fun if you're a whole, like, you know, against animal cruelty, I guess. 
Um, but there was a guy in Belgium that uh, did this piece of performance art on a, a, a street in uh, Antwerp. Uh, it's, it looks like Jan Fabre, but I'm going to say it's Jan because it's <laughs> Belgium. Jan, Jan Fabre. Jan Fabre. Go there, go there his name like that. Svergenbergen, that's Swedish. Where's How close is Belgium to... to I mean, it's Sweden. all in that, like, slopes, like, slopey mountains and snow. <laughs> it's a country of the slopey mountains. Slopey, slopey mountains. mountains. Like, fields of, like, golden grain and stuff, all that stuff. Well, this uh, artist staged a full-on cat-tossing performance in Antwerp, launching several cats into the air, only to watch them fall loudly onto what appeared to be a poorly padded flight of stairs. Was this just a homeless person who happened to have cats and stairs, and he's like, I'm gonna make a show! I have no idea, but he's got this box of cats, he just started throwing them at stairs, basically. <laughs> um, there's a video on YouTube, it's uh, Animal Abuse Cats Thrown in the Sky uh, inside, and I don't get the full title it's on that. It's three feet, though. So, well, the artist apologized for his actions, telling a Flemish-language television station, I am deeply sorry that the cats landed badly. I want to apologize to cat lovers. It was not my intention to injure or hurt the cats. The cats are fine. <laughs> and then he slowly steps sideways in front of us, takes a stairs full of dead cats. Yeah, the cats are fine. Don't worry. <laughs> Just We're go. Good. Just go. Don't worry Just about it. Just nothing to see here. Uh, they're being tossed, though, I will say... Up a flight of stairs and not down a flight of stairs. Yeah, that's so. the thing is, like, cats are, like, biologically, like, you know, like, hardwired to land on their feet anyway. Yeah. And he threw them, like, how, like, three feet above three him? Three feet above him. It's probably. That's not five. that high for a cat. Um, it's high for a baby. He did that with babies. <laughs> he's saying it was sensationalized and exaggerated. Um,. But I do like that, that line he said. I am deeply sorry that the cats landed badly. <laughs> I'm not sorry for throwing cats. It's a fucking fun cat. I'm sorry that the cats landed badly. These cats, they have not been trained. See? <laughs> French, Belgium. French. Right? You don't know what French. Well, you don't. Know I don't know a Belgium accent. There's, I think I have a feeling in my deepest, deepest heart that it's somewhere between French and Swedish and like German kind. Like bonjour, horribly gestorgy bored. Right? Isn't that? Belgium? Bonjourgi Borgi. While they eat chocolate all the time? Yeah. And waffles. Clocks around. Waffles. Clocks. Swedish. And Swedish again. And Switzerland. God damn it. I cannot figure Power out. clock Swiss? Swiss watch. Swiss clocks. I didn't know this thing. I didn't know that the, the, Switzerland, the, yeah. the Switzerland has like a, a monopoly on the watch business. Now there. Oh, yeah. Chocolate watches and cheese. Chocolate they watches. Chocolate watches made of cheese. <laughs> Chocolate all over them. Um, so yeah, so that I thought was uh, kind of fun. If you would were to do a performance art piece, which I know you've I know you've thought about at some point, what would your performance art piece and would it be including animal cruelty? No, it would be including. Well, I guess you could call it human cruelty. I would human like human cruelty uh, or murder, whatever, Something whatever like your like term a human is. Human centipede sort of thing. No, that's not. Don't be gross. <laughs> what I would do is. I would go around with like a bus full of children, and I know what you're thinking. It's not going to be gross, Ralph. Calm down. Be a fucking adult about this. I would go around, and I would go to like like troubled like inner city like areas. And I would the first time I did it, I would enact like a recent murder that had happened gotcha. with the kids as like the pe- the people. But I would be like the one with the gun, and I would like pretend to shoot it. But I would I would load the gun accidentally with real bullets accidentally to, to really and then and then the the message then is don't murder people because then someone's going to come to your town with a ch- bunch of children 
and he's going to accidentally murder them in the name of enacting the murder that happened prior to it. And then the next, the next like couple, like four, five, or six, or like seven hundred times, um, I'm just enacting the previous murder. Where I was like, and then I was like, oh, these are these are blights. Don't even worry about it. And then I accidentally, and then then the, the next times I'm like, oh, but these are really blanks. So let me in, let me enact what I did last time, and it turns out to be real bullets. So I keep murdering children. I'm like, God damn it! Who keeps fucking with my gun? So that's your performance art piece that you totally in no way will get arrested for doing. I uh, no, I mean if I like get a permit. <laughs> to shoot children. <laughs> the children shooting permit. The thing is, in Obama's America, you can shoot children. You can do that. Um, one of my other, I hesitate to say favorite stories of the week. Yeah, this one, this one's a tough one. Especially this since one's it's- local, actually. This one's from Pittsburgh. Yeah, uh, I've been to this zoo several times. Um, probably about an hour away from where we live. Yeah. Um, a toddler was. Um, uh, Hanging around on some poles. Seeing Michael Jackson over a pole <laughs> where the uh, wild African painted dogs exhibit is in the Pittsburgh Zoo. Uh, it was two. And he was uh, either dropped by his mom or like wiggled out of her arms or something. She had to send a tweet. So she she sent a tweet out. She's, a tweet. she's like, oh my God, look at this. Take this a picture of my doors, you guys. Adore. And as she snaps the picture, she's like, I found the picture. Oh my God. <laughs> my son has disappeared. Oh my God. Oh my God. My son is in the dog pit. Oh my God. He must have wowed. Now every time like a, a child dies. Mr. Cotta. Oh my God. I'm going to imagine oh that it was John Travolta's oh, other son, Sandy. who wasn't Sandy. like. Sandy, well, I'm a dog eating the boy. Oh my god, <laughs> that was kind of sudden. I think it's sudden. I'm just saying, Sandy. It's, weird. it's weird. It's so weird. <laughs> um. So yeah. So at the Pittsburgh, this is not a funny story. It really yeah. isn't. Not laughing the fact that the kid got uh, eaten. Although when pressed for comment, some of the wild African dogs did say he was a big guy. <laughs> um, Let's just say they're African. Okay. Let's not put our children near anything African. Am I right? Like the right? president. The president. High five. five. Ah, ah. You just heard the high five here first. <laughs> um, Matic Durkosh, too, fell into an African-painted dog zoo exhibit late Sunday morning at the Pittsburgh Zoo and PPG Aquarium. The boy's mother had put him on a wooden railing at the edge of a viewing deck to see the animals. The boy fell into the exhibit. She totally didn't do a quick look around and a quick push or anything like that, of course. <laughs> he initially landed on the net below the deck. I threw up my mouth a little bit. <laughs> netting below the deck, but about several times before dropping about 11 feet into the dog's enclosure. Oh, so he trampolined a couple times, and then he landed into the enclosure where three dogs immediately surrounded him, attacked his head, neck, and legs. An autopsy... <laughs> the, yeah, it was dogs. the easiest job the coroner of Pittsburgh has ever had to do. It sort of like stands on the table and kind of pokes the corpse a little bit. Yep, yep. it was dogs. This Ruth. child has, it was over. This child is done. <laughs> this child has ceased to be. Revealed Monday that the boy was killed by the animals, not the fall. Which I think is also, like, I kind of would have enjoyed, not enjoyed, I kind of would have, like, appreciated if the coroner said it was the fall. Just making a mom feel better. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh no, he didn't experience the dogs at all. Totally, the fall broke his neck. He was good. He was dead before the dog. But no, he's like, no, dogs definitely ate him. He definitely felt that shit. <laughs> they only had to shoot one of the wild African dogs, which is good. Um, I guess. Um, 
The exhibit housing the wild dogs remained closed uh, Tuesday. I think they reopened it Thursday or Friday. The zoo is still open, though. Um, basically, like, the person at the zoo is talking about, like, the safety and that this is very rare, obviously. Yeah. Um, in San Diego, officials said the incident in Pittsburgh is likely to prompt a larger industry-wide reassessment of how they do their pens and their aquariums. Um, and maybe, like, higher fences or people who do go in and save children from the... You know how fucking big an African painted dog is? Not that big. Not that big. I can kick one of those things. Not that big. But it was meat and... Yeah, uh, delicious, delicious meat. I'm sure that there was yeah. a sign there posted of don't hang on yeah. the railing and don't dangle children it's, over. It's a horrible thing, and she probably feels guilt, and she doesn't have a child anymore. That's awful. But the dogs got a nice treat. They really did. They really, they really, really did really get a good did. treat. They developed a taste for human blood. And I feel like that's important, you know? So it's the beginning of the end. <laughs> um, so, again, not a funny story at all. Yeah. Well, kind of Come funny. on. It was a goof. Don't. As a goof. And our last story of the day is another local story. And this time a little more local. It's ten minutes away from us. In Fallensby, West Virginia. Fallensby. Which, I mean, you can basically wipe that town. I'm sorry, Fallen's Beers. You can wipe your town off the map. I really don't give a shit. Yeah, but when is whenever I drive through, it smells like sulfur, yeah. and rotten, that rotten egg smell. Yeah. Um, not, not, not my favorite town. Um, so, reactions were mixed to this, but a McDonald's, they're saying manager, mm-hmm. uh, of the Fallen's West Virginia McDonald's, day after Obama won the presidency again, flew the McDonald's flag at half-mast and upside-down, which is a naval sign of distress. Yeah. So basically, they're saying that he did it because he was showing that the country is distressed. The CEO, or not CEO, you're a manager of a McDonald's in Fallensby. Yeah. Like, I've been to your town, you're next to a Rite Aid and a chicken feed store. Like, I don't know what makes you think you're the moral compass. Yeah, also, you're the type of person that Obama is trying to help, I'm sure. Exactly. That's fantastic. Um, And you can't call yourself a small business owner if you own a McDonald's franchise. Yeah, wait, did he refer to himself as a small business owner? No, but I have a feeling he rails against Obama, because a lot of small business owners will, like, say things about, like, that it, you know, I don't know that you... Obama doesn't help the small business owner yeah. and this and that, and which is bullshit. Um, but yeah, so it just that was weird. I got a little mad about that when I did see that pop up. I thought it was a joke. I thought somebody had their information wrong, and it made like national news. Mm-hmm. Um, that was on Reddit. The flag's position had been set by the owner, according to the restaurant. A patron representing themselves as the owner of that McDonald's later contacted News Nine and told the station that the flag's position and appearance was a result of a mistake. Oh. It was put up upside down. Yeah. And then put up halfway. They said there was a problem with the flagpole. But if the flag's dangling, it doesn't stop halfway. Mm -hmm. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, that that was done on purpose. I slipped and fell into disrespecting America. The official response by Karen Nizan reiterated the flag's position was an ill-timed mistake and not intended to be a political statement. Unfortunately, a flag cable broke, and during the process of trying to fix the flag, it was inadvertently turned upside down. Yeah, bullshit. It wasn't noticed the flag was upside down until a customer inquired about it. We're working on fixing the flag right now. It's important to note this was an accident and not intentional. Bull fucking shit. I hope whoever did that does not deserve to have a job anymore. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so that's happening across the country. Um, so the next, like, couple months are just going to be... Well, the next, like, two weeks are going to be fucking insanity, and then the rest of the 
month is going to be madness, and then we'll, we will turn to a lukewarm anarchy. It should be nice. So, yeah, totally not. I mean, that that has to be total bullshit. It doesn't just, you don't just flip <laughs> the flag accidentally. Magic witchcraft. Um, I don't know. I, I Day one of a re-election, when he still has time left in his first term, yeah. I feel like you're not really making a statement. You're just making yourself look stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I'm 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 really thankful that he got a second term because either he does because I mean like he hasn't done like a fantastic job but he hasn't like done it like a he's done like above a mediocre job and so far it's only been four it's only been four well, years the jobs and, report came out yeah. for October and we created like ten thousand jobs mm-hmm. um, you know we the car industry is back in America, like GM's doing well, uh, unemployment back down, hovering around 8%, down yeah. from like 14, you know, you're never going to be at 0% mm-hmm. unemployment, even 1%. Unless it's zero live in Soviet Russia. Exactly. Yeah. Because job works. So I fucking like, I love that argument. Like, Oh, like they should be required to have a job. That's what they did in Soviet Russia. If you didn't have a job, they sent you to work camps in Siberia. Exactly. So there's that. Anyway, my original point was that I'm really happy. He got a second term. Not because I think that I know for a fact he's going to do a fantastic job. If he doesn't do a fantastic job, this is a learning experience for Democrats, and we will yep. learn what we want in someone. Or he does not a fantastic job, and he does what Bush – not Bush – what fucking Clinton did, and he does like a mediocre job in his first term. Second term, he does fantastic. So we, so we, we could be facing either a learning experience or fucking something awesome. Like the economy is not going to get totally fixed and we're not going to be like completely out of the shit or we owe a lot of money to a lot of people that we can't possibly pay. We can't possibly pay. Oh my God. We can't possibly pay right now. But I think this, we are on the, we are, I am confident we are on the road to something good. I hope so. Yeah. My thing is it's, it's now it's time for the bipartisanship. Mm -hmm. And if you're not, trying to make him a one-term yeah. president, like the Republicans said, like Mitch McConnell made that comment, the biggest goal of the Republican Party after 2008 is to make a Barack Obama a one-term president. Yeah. Even all of their blocking him didn't work. So now let's kind of work together. Let's kind of do something. Because mm-hmm. if you just rail against him for the next four years, you're, you're going to be losing time trying to find a decent candidate to run against who I'm sure is going to be Hillary Clinton in oh, like, yeah. uh, 2016. You never know. Barack Obama came out of fucking nowhere. So, I mean, that's true. I feel, like, I feel like Hillary Clinton will be the one at the beginning who's like the breakout, like, mm-hmm. this is the person we're going to vote for, but you never know that someone... Well, I honestly think that's why she's stepping down from the cabinet right now. Yeah, so she can... So that she can distance herself from... If he would mess up or do something mm-hmm. wrong, she can distance herself from it. If she, if he does well, she rides the coattails of the country doing well yeah. into thing, and she'll have him campaign for. Her. Mm-hmm. You know that would be what would end up uh, happening. Personally, I would love to see a, a, a Hillary Clinton presidency mm-hmm. because it means that Bill Clinton's back in the White House. Oh, that would be awesome! My, that is my dream come true. Like. <laughs> Can't he just legally change his name and run again? <laughs> just have like a shitty little like I'm Will Smitten. Ha ha! It's like a cowboy hat or like a Stetson or whatever, and like a little mustache. He's like, oh no, I'm not the same guy. <laughs> I did inhale. Yeah, I did. Ha <laughs> <laughs> I'm different than the other guy. Uh, um, uh, did you have anything you wanted to uh, rant about or uh, add this week? I have literally nothing, but uh, I want you to imagine. Um, last time I gave you the image of snowy owls. This time I want you to imagine um, father and son sitting on... It, it, okay, let me set the scene for you, okay? It is the end of August. The trees are just starting to turn that delicious golden chocolatey brown color, color that, they, that they sometimes do during the year. And father 
is sitting on a bench on the top of a hill with his son. And they're both like eating the, the kid. The kid has like a little baseball cap on. And you can only see their silhouettes, right? Because you're down at the bottom of the hill. You're doing something down there at the bottom, like a little, little crest of the hill. Anyway, you're down there. You see this, you see these two guys. One of them's clearly his dad. You just have that intuition about you. And the kid is just holding a balloon. He's got an ice cream cone. The dad's got an ice cream cone too. The dad just reaches over and puts his arm around his son. And then he snaps his neck. So there's, there's that. I want you to think of that. And the son's on the ground season. So, any, you have anything to add? You have anything to rant about? Not to that. Yeah, no way. That's a good. That's a good. And I think I should do that. That'll be that'll be your next segment. I paint a beautiful picture and make it make it hellish. Taylor paints a beautiful hellscape. <laughs> um, for Tuesday with uh, Ralph and Taylor, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, sign off now. This is this is an early one, an hour fifteen. Wow, we're yeah, we're, 15. we're sort of averaging out like hour fifteen, hour and a half. Yeah, where we usually hit like the like, eighty five, yeah. which is really like the only the, um, the, the amount of time people have a tolerance for. Us. <laughs> that's good. And Ian wasn't here to add on to the yeah. footage, which I enjoy. The Ian, enjoy, I enjoy the, Ian. the Ian. The man's got a lot to say, which he is doesn't good. have a lot to say, but. But he's, believe it or not, he's gotten better over the years, and he's learned what he's talking about. So that's nice. Very good. Very good. Um, go to Facebook.com slash Too Soon with Ralph and Taylor. Or Spider Duck Network. Or SpiderDuckNetwork.com. Or visit us on uh, iTunes. Uh, you can actually, I think you have to look us up. Too Soon, which if you're listening to this, you probably know, but spread the word. Too Soon, W slash, no space, Ralph. Space and Space Taylor. It's the way it got submitted to iTunes. It's too soon. W slash Ralph and Taylor. But Ralph comes right after the slash. Um, Give us good feedback on iTunes, please. Uh, That's how we get promoted through iTunes. Uh, Write a review if you would like to do that. But give us five stars. Tell your friends. I don't think we're totally vapid on this thing. I, I think we, we do have some funny moments. I like this. I enjoy this. I want to keep doing it. So you have to use social media to uh, to make us perpetuate this and to and to be confident about it and to make it better. We're confident we'll be funnier and better. Spread the word because we want to make a little bit of money off this. Uh, yeah. Buy a t-shirt at SpiderFactNetwork.com, speaking of which. Buy a live man ray and mail it to us. That would be, be awesome. That would be awesome. It won't be alive when we get it, but I mean, whatever. What if you mail it in, uh, like, if you can overnight it in some kind of an aquarium box? Can you do that? Are those can you box up an aquarium? Can you box up an entire aquarium? Take to the Twitters. Yeah. See if FedEx will ship a boxed up <laughs> aquarium full of water and a manta ray. <laughs> <laughs> ship it to our studios. Uh, and if you can figure out where that is, <laughs> we're not putting the address on here. Hell no. Um, thank you very much for listening once again. And, uh, we will record at the normal time next week and the podcast should be live on, uh, Wednesday or Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, signing off for Tuesday with Robin Taylor. This is Rob. I'm Taylor. And Hellish Landscape. You have been listening to a product of Spider Duck Internet Radio. Check us out at SpiderDuckNetwork.com and follow us on Twitter at SpiderDuckNet.